often by themselves. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into that, and uh, we'll start where we left off last week. Okay, I'd uh, like to open again with our uh, main scripture, I guess we'd say, this Matthew 18 and 19. And, uh, you know, he said here, again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of the Father which is in heaven. Notice he didn't say it might. Right. If somehow in his own good way he can see fit. I've heard people use that saying, you know, no, God's already saw fit. Mm -hmm. Ever. Every promise of God, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, all of the promises of God. Mm-hmm. How many? All. All of them. All the promises of God are in him, yea, and in him, amen, mm-hmm. to the glory of God the Father. So, uh, you know, uh, the promises of God, we, we have a right, to believe and to receive what God has promised mm-hmm. in his word. I know people have, you know, said to me through the years, well, uh, and, and you know, he said, when he said, uh, if you ask anything, well, now, you know, you can't just pray crazy, stupid stuff. You, you have to pray according to God's word. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, John chapter 5 and verses 14 and 15 is uh, one of my favorite passages of Scripture about prayer. And it says that, uh, that you know, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. You know, and he said, whatever you ask in prayer, believe it. Uh, I'm getting several Scriptures <laughs> running through my mind. Uh, and uh, getting it all mixed up with another. But but it said this in John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, this is the confidence. Mm-hmm. You see, we, we, we have to have <coughs> confidence in the fact that God will hear right. and answer prayer. Uh, and it says this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything, well, isn't that what it said in Matthew? Yeah. According to his will, he heareth us. Now, sometimes, you know, people say, well, how do we? How do I know what God's will is? God's will is his word, mm-hmm. you see. And so uh, it said, "We this is the confidence that we're to have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, or we could say it this way, if we ask anything according to his word, mm-hmm. he heareth us. Yeah. And people have said, well, I pray and I prayed and I prayed, but it just seems like God didn't hear me, you know. Right. It seemed like my prayers got above the ceiling. Uh, well, all it has to do is escape, escape your lips. lips. That's right. You know, and God hears it. I mean, even if it's a whisper, mm-hmm. God hears it if it escapes our lips. And uh, then, of course, there are those that, uh, you know, will say, well, uh, if the Bible says God knows in uh, Matthew chapter 6, 
God knows what we have need of even before we ask. Mm-hmm. But, and, and yes, he does. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, well, if he knows what I have need of, why don't he just give it to me? Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the way it works. Yeah. He does know what we have need of even before we ask. But if you start with chapter 7 of Matthew, he said, ask yeah. and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Mm-hmm. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Now, get this, for everyone. Yeah. Huh. You, you ought to underline that in your Bible mm-hmm. and look at it and meditate on it. Think of for everyone, not yeah. just a select few, yeah. not just big name preaching, mm-hmm. you know, for everyone that asketh, in other words, if you ask in faith, mm-hmm. you receive. Right. If you seek God earnestly and in faith, he said, you'll find. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you, you know, uh, whoever knocks, he said, it'll be opened unto right. you. And so... Uh, he said, you know, that uh, we know that if he hears us, well, how did we know he hears us? Because we ask according to his mm-hmm. will or his word. Right. And then we know he hears us. Mm-hmm. So if you pray according to the promises of God's word, and I, and the Bible, as I mentioned in Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, says all of the promises of God mm-hmm. are yes and amen, not no. Yeah. Well, I got this reserved for a select few, but right. not for everybody. Mm-hmm. No, he said it, all of his promises is yes and amen. Right. In other words, so be it. Mm-hmm. God, uh, <laughs> you know, what he's promised to his children, he meant it. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it, it's uh, like in Jeremiah 29, verse 11. He said, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Uh, you know, and he said, thoughts of good and not evil. Right. And to give you a hope and a bright future. Uh, I believe in the regular King James, it says to give you a hope and an expected end. In the Amplified, it says to give you a hope and a bright future. So God God desires, I think he delights in hearing and answering the prayers of his children. Mm -hmm. Amen. And uh, so he said, if if we ask anything, in other words, anything that is based on his word and covered by his word, then he said that his father in heaven would do it for them. Mm-hmm. That's guaranteed, mm-hmm. you see. And uh, so, uh, again, I, I know... Uh, you know, somebody said one time, well, God never promised to, you know, give us all of our desires. He just promised to meet our needs. Well, God did promise to meet our needs. Philippians 419 says, for my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But then Mark eleven twenty four says, what things soever you desire. Yeah. When you pray, believe. Yeah. When do you believe? Mm-hmm. When you pray. When you pray. You don't wait, you know, till you see it. And it's, well, I'll, it's Thomas, you know, doubting mm-hmm. Thomas. He said, except I place my finger mm-hmm. in the nail print. Yeah. Except I thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Well, that you don't have to wait to see it to believe it. Right. You just take God at his word, you see. And, of course, when Jesus appeared to him and Thomas was present, and Jesus said, Thomas, come on over here. Place, I'm paraphrasing. He said, and place your finger in the nail print. Mm-hmm. Thrust your hand in them. He said, my Lord and my God. Yeah. And he said, Thomas, because you've seen, you've believed. But he said, more blessed are them that believe who have not seen. Mm-hmm. In other words, we believe the promise of God. We take him at his word. Yeah. And he said, so then God uh, will do whatever any two touch and agree. Mm-hmm. He said, God will do it for them. Right. And so, uh, you know, and on in uh, verse 20, he said, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Right. I preached a message uh, one time several years ago. Uh, Jesus is not afraid of your troubles. Right. He'll jump right in the middle of your trouble. Mm -hmm. He said he'd be in our midst. Yeah. You see. So, uh, you know, when something comes up in our life and we need God's help, it it doesn't get him afraid. Right. He already knew it was coming before it comes. Right. And it didn't catch him off guard. And all of a sudden he had to say, you know, well, we better call a meeting with all the angels and figure out what I didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah. It took him by surprise. It took him by surprise. So, uh, God will hear and answer prayers, and he'll get right in the middle of your situation right. and help work things out And uh, if you pray and believe mm-hmm. and believe according to the promise of his word. I, uh, you know, in Jeremiah 1 and 12, it says that God watches over his word. Right. I believe one translate said God hastens his word to perform it. Uh, in the King James, it says, God hastens his word to perform it. Another translation said, he watches over right. his word to perform it. So God is eager to, you know, in other words, fulfill his promise. Right. He's going to keep his word mm-hmm. if you believe him. And Second uh, Chronicles 16, 9 says that the eyes of the Lord search to and fro throughout the whole earth seeking whom he may uh, bless, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so I I remember, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) when I first saw that, uh, I know I thought it said, you know, his eyes searched to and fro throughout the world, seeking those whom they may show himself strong Mm -hmm. in their behalf, whose heart is upright. In other words, if your heart is right with God, God is wanting to show himself strong in your behalf. Yeah. And so I remember the first time I saw that, I said, don't look no further. Right yeah. here I am. I know in that scripture, I, I was studying that a few weeks ago, and I think it's in the new, maybe in the New English translation, but uh, one of the translations says, his eyes run mm-hmm. to and fro. Seeking, you know, more who he can bless. And I got to thinking about the scripture where it says Satan is as a roaring lion and he's walking, to see, you know, seeking who. Well, running's faster than walking. Yeah. <laughs> God's eyes are running. I mean, he's he's looking for us. And when, when a believer cries out because his eyes are running, not walking, 
Yeah. You know, he hears us, yeah. you know, um, what would you say, what would you say to a person? And I don't, you know, this is, this is, we, we, we'll get back into agreement, but I think this, I, I really feel like maybe there's somebody needs to hear this. Uh, somebody that's really, you know, got a need. They, they're really believing God for something, whether it's a, a physical healing, whether it's a, a physical need, uh, you know, a thing of finances, a relationship. What would you say to a person that, that has prayed, but it seems like now that they've prayed to God, it, it don't seem like things are getting better. It seems like they're getting worse mm-hmm. and that they hadn't got their answer and maybe they're getting discouraged uh, you know, thinking, well, you know how the enemy works. Oh, yeah. But how? what would you say to somebody that's maybe struggling with receiving an answer? Yeah. All right. And uh, when Mark 11, 24 will answer that, he said, uh, what things soever you desire when you pray, mm-hmm. believe you receive it. Mm-hmm. You have to believe you receive what God has promised before you ever have it. Right. And a lot of people want to have it, and then they're going to believe. That's right. getting the cart before the horse. Right. So you pray, and and especially, like I said, uh, if, you know, whether you're praying by yourself about something or you've got somebody praying in agreement with you. works the same way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we uh, have seen God, you know, answer prayers, the prayer of agreement, over finances, over, uh, you know, family situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you have to believe that when you pray, according to God's word, and, uh, you know, if it's about finances, God wants to bless your finances. Mm -hmm. The Bible says in the book of Genesis that it is he that gives the power Mm -hmm. or the ability ability to get wealth. Uh, now, that don't mean he's going to make everybody a millionaire when you use that word well. But, uh, you know, if you, uh, well, Psalms 112 talks about wealth and riches shall be in his house. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the righteous person. Right. And somebody say, yeah, but uh, I don't know if I'm righteous or not. Well, you better write, uh, find yeah. out what the Bible has. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know, the Bible says that uh, he was made to be sin for us, him who knew no yep, sin, right. that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. Mm-hmm. It, it's not our self-righteousness. It's his righteousness mm-hmm. in us. Right. And uh, you got to believe that. You say, well, I just don't feel righteous. He didn't say if you feel when you mm-hmm. feel righteous. Right. You have to believe you are because God said mm-hmm. you are. Right. In Isaiah 54, verse 17, uh, you know, he said, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Mm-hmm. And every t- uh, tongue that shall rise up against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn mm-hmm. or show, be made to show that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. In other words, they lied about it. Right. And then he said, This is the heritage of, or the right of the saints mm-hmm. and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Right. Now, if God says you're righteous, are you going to call him a liar? Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we're we're not righteous because of anything good we've done. Mm-hmm. We're righteous because of what Jesus did 
for us on the cross of Calvary. Right. We are righteousness by faith. Right. You see, we receive what Christ did on the cross of Calvary. But Mark eleven twenty four says, what things ever you desire when you pray, you got to believe then, mm-hmm. the moment you pray, even if you're praying yourself or the prayer of agreement with somebody else, you got to believe when you join together in faith and mm-hmm. pray, you got to believe then that you receive it. Right. And then you shall have it. Mm-hmm. And you'll say, well, I prayed and, and I had uh, my brother, my sister, or I had my mama or my aunt or somebody to join together with me in prayer. And after we prayed, it got worse. Mm-hmm. Well, the devil, you know, wants to throw up a smoke screen right. and get you to doubt and uh, think, well, God must, must not have been God's will. No, uh, if it's God's word, it's his will. Mm-hmm. And you say, yeah, but how come, how come, uh, you know, it looked like it got worse after we prayed. We'd have been better off not to pray. No, you're never better off without prayer. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it always pays to pray. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to pray, uh, don't pray in doubt and unbelief. Pray in faith, mm-hmm. believing that God will answer His what he said. Yeah. And uh, Hebrews uh, 10.23, uh, it says, let us hold fast mm-hmm. to our confession of faith. For why? For he is faithful that promised. Right. You see, if God promised something and you hold fast to that promise, according to his word, it, he will do it. He's yeah. faithful. God will honor his word in your life. I know uh, my wife and I, as we do our devotions each morning, uh, you know, we we uh, make our confession of faith for healing and health and wholeness that we may better serve God. And uh, I use uh, 1 Peter 2.24, mm-hmm. the last part of that verse, said, by whose stripes you were healed. Then I go to Mark 11.24, what things soever we desire when we pray, we believe we receive it, and we know that we'll have it, because that's the promise of his word. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fact, notice how it's worded. He said, uh, when you pray, believe you receive it. Right. At that moment, believe you receive it. And you shall have it Mm -hmm. indicates a process. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's a process sometime. You know, in other words, uh, we, we have prayed about finances before. And, uh, you know, in other words, God's not going to rain counterfeit bills, $100 bills down out of heaven. Right. He has to use people, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, so how many people does God have to speak to before he finds somebody that will obey him? Mm -hmm. You see, you you have to realize that God will use people. And uh, God may have to deal with several people before he finds one mm-hmm. and will obey him, mm-hmm. you know, and say, well, uh, well, the, I'm not, you know, a person might think, well, I'm not going to give that person money. They got more money than I got. Right. Well, if God told you to do it, you better obey. Right. You know, whether they have more money or more stuff than you do or not. And so God has to deal with people. That's why sometimes it seems like, uh, you know, that, well, I prayed, but 
I didn't get another word. In other words, we're saying, I didn't get a quick answer. Mm-hmm. And so that happens a lot of times, and, and people will, uh, you know, think, well, it must not have been God's will. Right. Well, I, I mean, you know, I'm, I guess I'm not worthy. Yeah, that's just a lie of the devil. Right. If if you're going by what you think you are and what you've done, no, you're not worthy mm-hmm. in yourself. Yeah. But thank God we're not in ourselves. We're in Christ. Yeah. And He made us worthy to receive what He's promised. Right. And so that's where the holding fast to your confession of faith. Once you pray and believe, you receive it. Don't ever say nothing else mm-hmm. except thank you, Father. I believe I receive. Right. It's mine. I have it by faith, mm-hmm. you see. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you hold fast to that and stay on it, that word hold fast there means to seize upon. Mm-hmm. In other words, uh, if you understand the workings of a, a car engine or anything, you know, you the, the reason you have to put oil in them is because it, it keeps the parts moving. Mm-hmm. But if it runs out of oil, them pistons that work up right. and down and, and uh, you know, the combustion on all of the gas that goes in the cylinder heads and everything, uh, it, it's going to get hot and lock it down. It seizes it, mm-hmm. and it won't move. You can't break it loose then. It, it's about like it's welded. Yeah. And so that's what the, the thing he's talking about is seize upon it. Right. In other words, lock it down. Don't let the devil lie to you and right. tell you that God's not going to answer, or God didn't hear it, or uh, it. You know, it it got worse. Well, the devil likes to put up a smoke screen and get you to think mm-hmm. that God don't love you. And well, God might do that for some people, but it's not His will to, for everybody. Right. God's promises for whoever will receive it. Right. And so that's what happens a lot of time because it's not answered instantly and people get discouraged and they give up. And, mm-hmm. well, it, it, it just weren't God's will. Yeah. Now, if he's promised it, what did the Bible say in mm-hmm. 2 Corinthians 1, verse 20? All the promises of God are yes yeah. and amen. So yeah. be it. That word amen, not the end. <laughs> that yeah. word amen means so be it. Yeah. So God's promises are yes. It's always yes. Mm-hmm. It may not come the very moment you pray. Mm-hmm. And uh, most likely, if it's not a life and death situation, you're going to have to stand in faith mm-hmm. until it comes to pass. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do while you're waiting? Mm-hmm. You, you believe you received it. And you say by your confession, yes, I believe it. It's mine. Mm-hmm. I have received it. In uh, by faith, and uh, I'm standing on the promise of God's word. Mm-hmm. And Father, I thank you for it. Yeah, you see, and uh, so people have to. You have to learn. It's you mentioned a while ago about uh, Satan going about as a roaring. Lion. God's eyes, mm-hmm. you know, Second Chronicles sixteen nine goes throughout the whole earth. He's looking for somebody to bless. Yeah. The devil's looking for somebody to curse. Mm-hmm. To right. devour. Yeah. You know, it said, he walketh about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Mm-hmm. And John 10 and 10, what does it say? The thief. Mm-hmm. Well, the devil's the thief. Right. He's come but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Mm-hmm. 
But, but. <laughs> thank God that's not the end of that verse. Yeah. But Jesus said, I have come mm-hmm. that you might have life and have it more abundant. That's right. And we, you just you just have to make up your mind. I'm believing the word of God. Satan, you're a liar. You're the father of lies. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to accept your lies. I resist you in Jesus' name. And uh, you just get from here. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, I always like to tell people, usually when you pray, or even if you, you know, uh, pray in a prayer of agreement, or if you by yourself and you've got scripture of for what you're standing on, and it seems like immediately it starts getting worse after you prayed, mm-hmm. that should be the number one indicator yeah. that God's working on your behalf. Satan is trying to discourage you so that he can rob you yeah. of the blessing, so he can steal, so he can kill, so he can destroy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it reminds me too, I believe it, uh, wasn't it Daniel, you know, uh, that it took 21 days? Yeah. And the angel told him, said, you know, I, I, I was with, I had to withstand against the prince of Persia for 21 days. That was, he heard and God sent the angel the moment Daniel sent his request, his prayer. Yeah. But the enemy, that angel had to fight against that, that angel, or the angel had to fight against the enemy 21 days before he could get it to Daniel. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure, and, and, and it's not saying, I'm not saying, you can, you can have, the, your mind naturally is going to doubt. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think sometimes people get that mixed up. And I always like to tell me when those thoughts come in your mind and you you have a, a carnal mind, it's natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where the enemy's playground. He's going to come in. Well, that prayer didn't work. Yeah. See, God don't love you. See, you've messed up. It's yeah. when you have to start resisting the devil. And yeah. it said he will flee. But the Bible says to doubt. Where did he say not doubt? In your heart, yeah, not in your head. Head's natural. You're yeah. going to have those doubts, but you have to cast those imaginations down and, and re- resist the enemy. Yeah, yeah. You can have faith in your heart because faith is of the heart. Mm-hmm. With doubt, you know, bombarding Bombard, your yeah. mind, but you got faith, and that's why the Bible, and uh, I believe it's Second Corinthians chapter ten, that the weapons of our warfare are not mm-hmm. carnal, in other words, fleshly. Yeah, but Power, they're they're powerful. Mm-hmm. They're not carnal, but he said we're to cast down mm-hmm. thoughts, every thought and high thing mm-hmm. that exalts itself against the knowledge of right. God. In other words, everything that devil's trying to put in your mind, and it's against what God has said and what God has promised, uh, that He will use that to try to get you to doubt. Mm-hmm. You know. But he said, we're to cast down mm-hmm. thoughts and imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Right. And bringing every thought into captivity mm-hmm. to the obedience of Christ. You say, well, how, how do you uh, get thoughts from coming in your mind? You can't, you can't stop thought from Mm-mm. coming in your mind. Mm-mm. You know, but it's like I heard one preacher say, uh, you know, you can't help a bird from flying over your head. Right. 
but you don't let, have to let him build a nest in your hair. <laughs> exactly. And so you yeah. can't help thoughts from mm-hmm. coming. The enemy will see to it that you have wrong thoughts in your mm-hmm. mind, but you don't have to accept that. Right. You can say, no, I won't accept that. That's not from God. Right. And I resist it in the name of Jesus. And start thinking on good things. Start mm-hmm. thinking on what the Word of God right. said. And, uh, you know, for I remember one preacher was talking about he was in a hurry to get to the airport. And, you know, he's running behind. He's afraid he's going to miss his flight and everything. And uh, he said, an elderly lady got in front of him driving along, just barely wasn't even making the speed limit. And he couldn't find a place to pass, and he's just oh, he was just getting so frustrated and everything. And he said, and "Then to beat it all, uh, her muffler fell off of her car, and he ran over it and busted it. <laughs> had a flat tire." And uh, he said, "If if I had a bulldozer blade on the front of this thing, I'd push her yeah. off the road." And uh, that's what he was thinking. Yeah. And he said, if I could get up to her and his daughter was in the back seat with him, you know, she said, you'd pray for her, wouldn't you, Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> he said, that weren't I had what I yeah. had in mind. But, but, but we can resist thoughts that are not right, thoughts that are mm-hmm. not according to God's word. We have to cast it down, say, no, I won't accept it. Or maybe somebody says something to you that just don't hit you just right mm-hmm. and you, you uh, your old flesh wants to rise up, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not to bust their nose, mm-hmm. you know. And then you say, well, no, that that's not a godly thought. I mm-hmm. won't, no, that, I won't accept that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to purpose to love that person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to forgive that person, you see. And you cast those thoughts down and, it, you know, it takes work. You, mm-hmm. It don't just happen automatically, you know. You have to work at it, and but if you'll do it, the Bible simply says in the book of James, chapter four, verse seven, I believe it is, that if we will humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and resist the devil, mm-hmm. he it don't say maybe he'll leave you alone. It said he will flee from you. Right. Well, that word actually it means to run from as if in terror. Right. I'm telling you, the devil don't like the name of Jesus. Right. He's afraid not only of the name because of the power mm-hmm. that backs that name. Mm-hmm. He's afraid of it. He's run up on that several times and got hurt bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so he don't want you to, he don't want Christians to know that they have the authority and the right mm-hmm. to believe and use the powerful. There ain't no other name more powerful than the name of Jesus. Right. And no more power, no more authority in the name of Jesus. Yeah. In Matthew 28, the Bible said, all Jesus himself said, all power, mm-hmm. all authority is given unto me. <laughs> Praise God. And then he tend, what did he tell us? Now you go. Mm-hmm. Go where? Go into all the world. Yep. Proclaim the gospel mm-hmm. and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. You know. So God has given us the privilege mm-hmm. and the the authority to use that name, Jesus, resist the devil, and he will 
flee from us. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the one thing. Not only is Satan scared of Jesus, afraid of Jesus and his power, but he's also afraid of the Christian that understands the power in that name and that we have been given the birthright and the privilege to use the power in that name. Yeah. So Satan is just that, that Satan is as scared of us as he is of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus give us the power, that authority to use his name yeah. and he's standing there. You know, it's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, I've seen it what happened. I was reminded of it uh, that time that uh, we had, I was out here at the church doing some stuff and had uh, y'all's little dog, Pine Bart, <laughs> and I had let her out, and there was a big dog had come around the backside of the church, and, uh, you know, she, she took off running back towards the door, but then I started walking towards the dog. Well, then she ran out there in front of me and her hair come up on her back. And boy, she was growling and barking. <laughs> but if I would come back towards the door, she would hush and run and get behind me. But if <laughs> I go towards the dog, <laughs> why? It's because she knew who was behind her. Yeah. And it's the same with us. If we understand that when we use his name, Jesus is right there with us. Right. Satan's not scared of me as a person. No. He's scared of the authority of a believer yeah. that understands when I use that name, that authority is the same as Jesus being there himself using that authority. Yeah. And you you again you might say, well what does that have to do with the prayer of agreement? Everything. Everything. When you when the two of you that agree right. come together and you know that the power and the authority of Jesus is behind you, mm -hmm. then that gives you that confidence mm -hmm. in faith to pray and know, not, mm -hmm. not just believe, but know that God's going to do what he said. Mm -hmm. And real quick, a scripture come to my mind while you was sharing that. And uh, I believe this is where we come short a lot of time. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, he said, be careful for nothing. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that word there means when it says be careful for nothing, it means don't be overwrought with anxiety, worry, or care mm -hmm. about anything. Right. But with prayer, supplication, and with thanksgiving, right. let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep your heart and your mind through the Lord Jesus Christ. So another thing is that when you pray according to God's word and you're agreeing together, you know, and, and it it has to be, you have to understand, it has to be based, what you're agreeing on has to be right. based on God's word. Mm -hmm. Then uh, you agree together, and Jesus promised, he said, uh, it'll be done for you of the Father which is in heaven. But then you got to give him thanks. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where people maybe come up on the short end of the deal mm -hmm. is they've prayed and said, well, I believed when I prayed, but did you give him thanks before it ever, mm -hmm. you ever saw any results? Yeah. You see, and that's why a lot of times while we're waiting for God to do whatever he has to do behind the scene right. to get something to work, Mm -hmm. uh, in your life, you've got to 
and and the, that's the best thing to do when the devil comes attacking your mind and telling you that God's not going, well, God might have done it for so-and-so, but he ain't going to. Well, that's a lie. That's a lie. Like you said, that's a good indication. Mm-hmm. I know I got it now because you're a liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if I didn't have it, then, uh, you know, you wouldn't be trying to talk me out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we we have to give God thanks and praise while mm-hmm. we are waiting for the manifestation of what yeah. we've prayed for. Yeah. And you see, uh, when you begin to praise God, that gets God's attention. Mm-hmm. That that was like uh, uh, the woman in Matthew, uh, I believe it's uh, Matthew chapter uh, 17 or 18 there. Uh, well, no, uh, it's uh, the woman whose daughter, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, was vexed with the devil. Uh, but he's, she came to him and she said, you know, Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus act like he didn't even hear. Right. And I, it wasn't because Jesus was trying to be ugly or, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> anything. And so when the, Jesus didn't respond to her right that minute, she started getting disciples help. You know, y'all boy, y'all his followers help me. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they come to Jesus. Lord, tell her to get away and leave us. Said she's bothering us now. Right. And Jesus said, "It's not meat or good to give the children's bread mm-hmm. to dogs." Right. Well, there's several things we can see there. Uh, I mean, boy, you could preach a good. While on this, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, in other words, she was asking for healing or deliverance for her daughter that was ve- grievously vexed with the devil. And uh, Jesus was telling her, you see, she was an outcast, she was right. a Seraphonician, mm-hmm. and it the Israel's light or the Jews they had no dealings with Gentiles, mm-hmm. that was custom in that day, you know, mm-hmm. and so uh. He thought, you know, it's not good for me to give the children's bread, which belonged to the Jews, to give it to a Gentile dog. Mm-hmm. And she she didn't even, you know, it said she worshipped him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he couldn't take that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it said she bowed down and worshipped him. Mm-hmm. And that got his attention. And she said, well, Lord, I know I'm a dog. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a Gentile dog. But she said, even the dogs get to eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Yeah. And boy, that he said, oh, woman, great is thy faith. Yeah. Be it unto thee according yeah. to what you will. Yeah. You and see, uh, that that's one of them. And I, I had to be careful here because you know <laughs> praise and worship. That's, yeah. my, that's my vein. Yeah. But when she made that statement, she transcended time. Yeah. Your faith, especially in agreement too, but just her faith by itself transcended time because what was afforded to the Jews Uh was not yet made available to the Gentiles until Jesus died on the cross and completed the work. But her faith transcended time. Her faith and her worship caused Jesus to make available to her yeah. Something she needed then that shouldn't be available yet. Yeah. You see, and it's just like with the, the lepers, the lepers, the group of lepers that Jesus healed. Mm-hmm. 
And he said, go and show yourself to the priest. Mm -hmm. They all went because they were what? Healed. Mm -hmm. Well, leprosy causes, it's a flesh eating disease. So it causes, you know, they may have lost a nose, a ear, a finger, but they were healed. One come back and worshiped him. And he said, go thy way and be made whole. Yeah, in other words, if anything had been eaten away away. by the leprosy, was restored whole. Right, because of of that act of worship. That's why I always tell people, you can't show me somebody that has a prayer life that don't worship. Yeah. And you can't show me somebody that's a worshiper that don't have a prayer life. Yeah. They, they're like twins. They go together. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to share a, another little thing that happened. It, it may seem silly to some, but, but it, it'll illustrate to you at what length God will go to see to it mm-hmm. that your prayer is answered. Mm-hmm. There, uh, I shared last week about, you know, we, my wife and I believe in God to f- supply money for our taxes. Mm-hmm. And he did. Thank mm-hmm. God he did. Uh, we, at, at a different time, we, we got a bill in the mail and it was something over $400. And, uh, so we had seen God work in that, this prayer we're talking about, the prayer of agreement. Mm-hmm. We, my wife and I, we've seen it, and and of course we through the years we've prayed that way a lot about things. Mm-hmm. We we agree together in Jesus' name, and we've seen answers, you know. And uh, so anyway, uh, when I uh, you know got that bill, I thought, well, we might could have got the money together some way or another to pay it, mm-hmm. but I said. You know, I said, let's agree together like we did before. God done it before. He had do it again. And that's to, let's believe God for the money. So we did. We we touched and agreed in prayer, believing that God would furnish the money to pay that bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if, how long. Uh, it, it wasn't it just a few days, I think, best I can remember. And uh, we started uh, back out. We were going to go to town and uh, the mailman run. And uh, when the mailman run, uh, my wife asked me, said, you're not going to stop and check the mail? I said, well, we can check it when we get back. She said, well, that money we believe in for might be in there. (laughs) I put it in park. I said, well, I'm going to go look. Mm -hmm. Well, I went and uh, there was a letter in the mail from a cousin of mine that I hadn't seen in probably 15 years mm-hmm. or more, you know. And uh, so I uh, opened the letter, and in, in uh, there was a check in there, you know, folded up in, mm-hmm. in there with the letter. And uh, so <clears throat> we uh, read the letter. She explained why uh, she had sent that check and the check was for five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, that was more than enough. Yeah. Let's so see. The Bible says God will do exceeding and abundantly, abundantly above all that we can ask mm-hmm. or think, according to the power that is at work in us. And so the story was, her and her husband had gotten out of church, and they had got behind on paying their tithes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 
uh, said they had uh, gone to bed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they lay in there and, you know, when everything gets quiet, you cut all the lights out and everything shut down. I mean, you can hear the least little noise, mm-hmm. you know, and they kept hearing something. Tink, 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 mm-hmm. like that, you mm-hmm. know. And her husband, you know, you were real quiet and you're trying to go to sleep. Oh, yeah. that, that'd get on your nerves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, her husband said, what in the world is that? She said, well, it sounds like the sink, the faucet and the sink are dripping, mm-hmm. you know. Said, I'll, I'll go down. There's upstairs. She said, I'll go down and check it. So she put her robe on and went downstairs. And sure enough, there's a faucet was dripping on the sink, but there was a spoon uh-huh. laying there in the sink. Uh-huh. And that drop of water was hitting that spoon. Yeah. Tink, tink, tink. Yeah. Tink, tink, tink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd, you know, some people may think I'm crazy, but that's all right. Uh, I believe an angel, mm-hmm. and I'll explain this in a minute. I believe an angel turned that spoon over there so that drop of water would hit that spoon, mm-hmm. and they would hear it, and she would come down to turn that water spigot off, mm-hmm. make sure it wasn't dripping. And <laughs> so that was what was making that tinking noise, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so she moved the spoon and pulled the lever down, you know, on the uh, water. Or it might have been a turn faucet, mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, she got it shut off and it wasn't dropping anymore. And she started to go out of the kitchen and reach to turn the light off. And God spoke to her and said, sit down and write that check, you know, for their time. Mm-hmm. And it was five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. She said, "Oh Lord, I'll I'll uh, I'll do that in the morning." He said, "I said, sit down and write that check." She said, "Well, all right." So she got her checkbook out and went mm-hmm. and started writing it out for five hundred dollars. And she said, "Well, Lord, who who am I supposed to send it to?" Mm-hmm. She said, "Send it to Steve and Sherry." Mm-hmm. And she put it in the mail and sent it. And that's how we got the five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you know, to pay that bill with. And uh, you know, uh, like I said, I hadn't as my she was a first cousin of mine on my mama's side, but I hadn't seen her in probably fifteen years, right? You know, and uh, but but she explained how all that happened. Mm-hmm. Now I believe that an angel was involved in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll show you the reason why in in Psalms 103, I'll turn to it right quick. Uh, it it says here in in Psalms 103. Uh, let me get my eyes up on here uh, in verse twenty, Psalms 103, verse twenty. Bless the Lord, ye His angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening or listening unto the voice of his word. Mm -hmm. You see, so the angels will only respond to his commandment Mm -hmm. or to his word, the voice of his word. So 
the reason I wanted to share that is to show you know, angels are involved in what God is doing in right. the earth. You mm-hmm. see, and and so uh, all of us have an angel, have angels mm-hmm. that, that watch over us. And uh, you know, I uh, was watching a program the other week, uh, and uh, this preacher was talking about how angels are involved in the covenant that we have with God, and uh, that God will send angels. And uh, he said, you know, if if we don't speak the word, the word of God, mm-hmm. you see, uh, they respond only to God's word. Mm-hmm. So if if we don't speak God's word, they have nothing to work on. Right. They and he said they stand in there with their hands folded and said, I wish that guy or that woman had mm-hmm. whatever the. Would say something we could do. Mm-hmm. In other words, they can't do anything that's not according to God's word. Mm-hmm. He he said, and our angels are, you know, I wish they'd say something. I'm getting tired of standing around here not doing anything. Why don't they speak God's word so we can do something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that that made me think. I believe God had the angels to put that spoon where it was at, so. And well, the, you say, well, she probably just dropped the spoon in the. Well, she may have, but I believe them angels turned it where that drop of water would hit it mm-hmm. and go tink tink, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And it got their attention and caused them to come down, right? You know, to stop that sound. But while she was there, God spoke to her and said, "Write that check." Mm-hmm. And you see that also in her obedience. To do what God said, it met a need that we were believing for. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, you know, when we're praying, especially when you're praying about finances, God uses people. Mm-hmm. He's not going to rain counterfeit bills right. down out of heaven. Right. He will use people. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you, and I can tell you this, you'll never figure out Mm-mm. who God's going to use. Have you tried ever tried? Oh, yeah. Pray? I've tried to figure out, well, surely God will use so-and-so. They Mm -hmm. got, oh, they have almost a million there. God will probably, no. God always uses somebody you least expect. Usually somebody that has a bigger need than you do. Sure. (laughs) And I I had one time, you know, a a lady, a widow lady, and uh, she was coming to church here, and uh, I walked down the hall over there on the other side of the sanctuary, and she was coming up up the hall, and I was going down the hall. And uh, when I got to her, I reached out to shake her hand, and when I did, there was I felt so I knew mm-hmm. there's some money in it, and uh, I said, "Oh no!" I said, "I I, I can't I can't take this." Mm-hmm. I thought I was being humble, mm-hmm. you know, and. Because I thought, well, you know, Lord, she needs it worse than I do. Yeah. And boy, I'm telling you what, <laughs> her eyes lit up. You could see fire in her eyes. She said, you going to cheat me out of a blessing from God? <laughs> I said, ma'am, please forgive me. You're right. I said, I'm so sorry. I said, I, I receive it in the spirit in which it was given. She said, well, you better. I yeah. said, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah. And boy, that, that humbled me. God, I, I mean, she had probably had a greater need than I did. Mm-hmm. But I believe that her obedience by giving to me 
you know, was a seed she planted right. for God to move upon and bring blessing to her, mm-hmm. you see. So, you know, you, I, I was kind of like the guy, you know, that uh, had a big flood and, uh, you know, he was on top of his house yeah. and somebody come by in a boat to get mm-hmm. him and he said, no, I'm believing God to rescue me. And then a helicopter come over and they was trying to, and he said, y'all go home. I'm, I'm waiting on God to bless me. Well, the water got up over the top of his house and he's trying to stand there on mm-hmm. the eve of the house. Water's getting up to his waist. He is crying out, God, please save me, help me. Mm-hmm. And said, God said, I done sent you a boat and a helicopter and you wouldn't get neither one yeah. of them. <laughs> you know? So, so I think sometimes we, you know, we uh, we just don't realize how simple, mm-hmm. you know, faith is in God's word. Yeah, and pray, believing that God will do what He said He yeah. will do. It's that simple. Yeah, and it's like I've often said: you have to settle it in mm-hmm. your mind once and for all. God will do exactly what He's promised. Yeah. You have to believe him. Mm-hmm. You have to exercise faith. And how does faith come? By hearing. It comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And, uh, you know, so it, it's it's uh, like Charles Capps. Uh, he's in heaven now, but he was an excellent Bible teacher. And he taught a lot on faith and uh, sowing seed, you know, and things like that. But... Uh, he said, you know, the Bible is so simple, we have to have help to misunderstand it. Mm-hmm. And I, I about believe that because people try to make it so hard and it's so simple. Right. Yeah. yeah. I believe it is. And maybe, uh, I think maybe that may be where we go into next week. We may get into a little more about prayer. Uh, you know, I think sometimes a lot of people misunderstand prayer and uh they make it the only time they pray is when they need something. Yeah. Well, that makes you a needy person. Prayer is not just to request something from God. It's dialogue. Sure. That's how we communicate with fellowship. Yeah. I don't, you know, uh, I don't, I don't go into the, now sometimes I do depending, but just daily, you know, I'm kind of like Jesse Duplantis. Uh, that's my heavenly father. Mm-hmm. I talk to him the same way I talk to you. Yeah. Uh, just going down the road. But next week I may share a few, a few of those things, but you know, that was something I was thinking about earlier on the, the prayer of agreement. There's nothing more powerful mm-hmm. than a husband and a wife. Right. That will have like faith mm-hmm. that are growing, at, you know, pretty much at the same level. Uh, in God, that believe God, that believe in each other. When a husband and a wife come into an agreement, touching anything, I, I believe that God's got angels just jumping up and down, going, "Let me be the, let yeah. me, let me, let me." Yeah. You know, and and I think that's one of the reasons. Uh, there's many, but one of the main reasons that that Satan wants to destroy the family God created because a husband and wife that pray in agreement. There's nothing that can stop them. That's There'll right. be an unstoppable That's force. Right. Yeah. Uh, have I got time to share one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I wanted to share something 
you know, it don't make any difference how small right. a need is or how large yeah. a need is. A need is a need. A need is a need. <laughs> and God don't mind meeting whether it's big or whether it's small. Mm-hmm. And he, there's no shortages in heaven. Right. There's, there's no inflation yeah. <laughs> in heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I remember uh, this has been uh, quite a few years ago, but we had a couple in our church. They had their own business. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was uh, about the middle of November, Mm-hmm. And we were having a, a special service here at the church. And uh, they asked me to pray. And that's why I'm telling it. It was called mm-hmm. about a prayer of agreement. They asked me to believe God with them in prayer. Then we use that scripture in Matthew 18, 19, and 20. If any two of you touch and agree is concerning anything that they shall ask, it'll be done for them of the Father, which is in heaven. So they said, you know, uh, our business is $150,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. Well, now that's pretty big need, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I thought, well, okay, I'll, I'll agree with you in prayer. And uh, so, you know, I believe they had faith. They was, you know, they, they knew that they had to have a miracle. Mm-hmm. So... I said, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you in prayer. And so I started, you know, we joined hands and we, excuse me, we started uh, praying and, you know, con- confessing the word of God and believing God to work a miracle in their business and cause them somebody to come with what product they had and mm-hmm. needed and could work a deal with them that would get them out of debt. And, uh, I found myself saying, before the end of this year is out, you'll be out of debt. <laughs> and then I, sh- I said, what did I just say? <laughs> you know, it, I knew it, it had to come from the Holy Spirit. Because I thought, Lord, have mercy, what have I said? I said, God, don't you know what time it is? This, this is the middle of November. Something's going to have to happen quick. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, but... You know, I agreed with them in prayer. I said, mm-hmm. I can't change it now, you know. <laughs> you see, I'm Mr. Big Faith Man, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and anyway, to make a long story short, before one month time, they made one deal with another company. Not only did they get $150,000 out of debt, mm-hmm. but they was $150,000 to the good. Mm-hmm. That was a $300,000 miracle in less than a month. Right. So the point I'm making is, it's not because I'm so big somebody, right. you know, uh, but how powerful the prayer of agreement is. Mm-hmm. And no matter how small the need, some some people, you know, even if, if it's, well, you know, that's just a little thing. I, I don't want to bother God with that. God wants you to. Mm-hmm. I don't care how small it is. Right. If it's something that affects your life, your heavenly father loves you. He cares, he cares mm-hmm. about it. And he wants to meet that need. That's right. No matter how small. And then if it's a big problem. Mm-hmm. 
And boy, do we need a miracle on the big problem. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but God cares about that, too. Mm-hmm. He don't want you to be worried and your uh, nerves all, you know, tore up and your stomach in knots. Mm-hmm. Worried how, well, what in the world are we going to do? We going to lose everything we got? You know, the devil will put all kinds oh, yeah. of thoughts in your mind. But you have to know that God loves you. He cares for you. Mm-hmm. And the Bible tells us in the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, if God be for us, who Who? can Mm -hmm. be against us? And he goes on to say that God with him has given us all things to enjoy. Yep, that's right. So we, we, you know, God, we have to understand God loves us and he wants to show himself strong in our lives Mm -hmm. if we trust him. Amen. Amen. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, we're a little past eight o'clock, but we thank you guys for joining us tonight. We really do appreciate our online family. We love y'all. We're praying for you guys. And God wants to do amazing things in your life. Husbands and wives, you get off your lazy butts and start joining hands and believing God together. And with that, you'll be an unstoppable force that will cause the enemy to shudder with fear. Because God puts a husband and wife in agreement, anything is possible. Listen, share this stuff. Remember next Wednesday night. Until next Wednesday night, we pray safety, peace, and the favor of God over your lives. That everything you touch will be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. See you next Wednesday. Amen.